Hello. Maybe talk about us. Maybe talk about us. Stop doing that thing where you Sorry. start. Was me, Jess? Well, fucking, we don't discuss the start of the episode with each other. We just fucking jam in, you know. We're the movie talk about us. That's I'm Keegan. Keegan. Yeah, it's Keegan. Keegan. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jess. <laughs> <laughs> What's the topic? The oh, yeah. theme? Yeah, I keep making that mistake. Uh, redneck horrors. Okay. Theme is we redneck. Can't just say, yeah, we can't just say redneck because, you know, it's just, it could be anything redneck. There's heaps of redneck movies out there. Even some bogan Aussie movies. Yeah. How's those? Fuck, I love how's those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. Before we get into all that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, how was your week, Keegan? Yeah, it was okay. What did you get up to? Play a little bit of Elden Ring. Watch the... It's not good enough. You need 57 hours. That's what you have, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So good, Jez. I'm, just I'm not good at the game. I've just played it a long time. Yeah, grind to get good, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I am not lost anymore. I know where I'm going, at least. That's good. That's a good start. Yeah. The game the I, game will actually lose you. I did fight a boss that I was severely underleveled for. And then I leveled up from 27 to 41 after I beat it. It was really painful. Yeah. Never want to do it again. Yeah. I agree. Well, we talked about for like 30 minutes that we were going to talk about Nopen Batman and stuff. And then we started talking about Ellen Ring, Jace. That's okay. We'll talk about Nope and Batman. Go nuts. Well, Nope has a trailer and Batman's out and we haven't watched it. Batman does look good, though. It's got some good reviews. Oh, yeah, it's going pretty crazy. It's got a high score on the websites, like Letterboxd. We might even have a theme one day of superheroes and Batman might be on there. Oh, one day. One day, maybe. I'd probably pick, like, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie, though. Punisher Any movie is good. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren in the black hair phase. For like I haven't three seen days. it, but I've seen the Netflix series of Punisher, and that was good shit. Yeah, that guy's probably the best Punisher. And there was also a trailer for Nope. So Jordan Peele's got a new movie coming out. And what's Nope about? I don't know. Oh. Like, Oh, brand new movie you haven't seen? Oh. Yeah. Saucy. I couldn't tell from the trailer what it was about, really. It looks cool, I guess. There's some people getting sucked up in the sky. It might be UFOs. Could be oh. something. A little bit of Eldritch, maybe? Eldritch. What is the meaning of Eldritch? Keegan? Oh, I'd have to look it up. <laughs> okay. No, don't do that. All right. Fair enough. I've heard some people use it to describe Lovecraftian things. Uh, fair enough. I'll have to look up later. It's fine. Yeah. And also, have you seen Nosferatu? Negatory? I have. It's really cool. What's that about? About a vampire. 
movie turned 100 this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're starting to get movies that people have actually seen get their 100 year anniversaries, Jess. Nosferatu. Yeah, 1922. Yeah. Wait, wasn't. Uh, what's that movie we watched the other time? What, Dante's Inferno? Yeah, what was that, 1910? 1911. 1911. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I was in high school when that had its 100 year anniversary and I didn't know it existed then. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Nosferatu is getting a remake, though. What, in 2012? Uh, 2022. Oh, my God. 2012. I don't know. In the coming years, I guess. I usually just don't give a shit when there's a, something getting remade. I usually just forget it exists immediately. But it's actually uh, being made by someone who I kind of like. You know, Robert Eggers, the guy who made The Lighthouse. And the oh, Wick. yeah, yeah. I was like, I heard that name. Yeah, he's the guy making the new Nosferatu movie. Oh, it might actually be pretty good. It's actually been redone a few times. Werner Herzog did one in the 70s that was cool. Klaus Kinski as, the, as Nosferatu. I do have a question for you. Yeah, what's that? Are you a OG over a remake type of person? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I am. But sometimes there's, like, outliers, I guess. Because um, apparently The Thing is a remake, that 80s one. No, oh, I think actually? It, it uses, yeah, because there's, like, a 50s movie called The Thing from Outer Space or whatever. But I think in that case it has the um, the based off of the book and not the first movie loophole excuse, which makes it not bad. Okay. Yeah. I might actually have to watch those. And that movie you're talking about earlier, Free Guy. We'll oh, talk yeah. about that later, though. Yes. One of our friends made us watch it. I'm very thankful to them. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but I will eventually. You might like it. You like Ryan Reynolds? I do like Ryan Reynolds. Even though he's only funny in, like, one movie? I think you just got bored of his jokes. It's all right. Hmm. What's our next topic, Keegan? Um. Oh, I guess I can talk about the movies I watched this week between recordings. Okay. Yeah, I watched some more Roger Corman movies. I watched four. And then I planned on watching a bunch of redneck movies. But half of the ones I planned to watch were unavailable. So I watched a fifth Roger Corman movie, Jace. Are they supposed to be funny movies? Um, Usually they're just entertaining or good, kind of B-grade, low-budget things. Ah, gotcha. I guess. Just solid movies. Um, I watched The Little Shop of Horrors, 1960. That was cool. I think it was like yeah, trying to be. No, the eighties version is the, mu- the musical. The sixties oh. was like a horror comedy type thing. I think they were trying to appeal to kids with this one. Okay. At the same time, there was some stuff happening with like the main character murdering people to feed them to the plant, and um, just <laughs> feeding body parts to it. 
picking up a prostitute and killing her. Meanwhile, the humor's just kind of juvenile. And there's a yeah, bit okay. where Jack, Jack Nicholson comes in to get his teeth done by some dentist, but he's a sadist and just enjoys pain. Oh, we should have warned everyone at the start that this will be a non-spoiler-free zone, so we're going to spoil the shit out of all, every movie we talk about tonight. That's it. That's right. Then I watched The Wild Angels, which is like a late 60s Roger Corman biker movie. And it was also edited by Monty Hellman, the guy who made one of my favourite westerns, The Shooting. And it was a movie I was kind of bored by at the start, but it kind of grew on me more as I watched it, so I ended up really enjoying it. It's got, um, what's his name? Peter Fonda, um, Bruce Dern, Diane Ladd and Nancy Sinatra in it. Okay. It was pretty cool. There was like a funeral scene later in the movie. It's a pretty good looking movie. I really like the editing of it. Um, yeah, right. Some really jarring, the really jarring moment when they're in this church and there's like a cross in the background, but their mate who's been killed, has got like a big ass swastika flag wrapped around his coffin or whatever. So those two types of those two things are just in the shot together and it's just kind of wow and then the preach the preacher starts trying to give a sermon and then peter fonda stands up and gives a speech about how they just want to have an, a good time and they trash the place Oof. crazy stuff riveting stuff anyway little shop of horrors eight hour town i forgot to say that and then the wild hey, angels Wild Angels, are th- yeah, also 8 out of 10. I liked okay. it. And then I watched A Bucket of Blood, which was a 50s Roger Corman movie with Dick Miller. And uh, I think the whole movie is just making fun of artists. Dick Miller becomes an um, artist. He likes to make clay things, but then he accidentally killed his cat. So then he just covered his cat in clay, and there's like a knife sticking out of it. And... um. His art piece, he called it Dead Cat. And then it escalates to people, basically. That's the whole movie. Wait, wait. Did you say the cat was dead before it got waxed? No, so he accidentally killed his cat, and then he covered it in clay. Oh, okay. So he makes these clay statues, but the dead person or animal is inside it. All right. That yeah. sounds like the house of wax all over again. Seven out of ten. Uh, and then there was the Haunted Palace, which is like a mix between Edgar Allan Poe and H.P. Lovecraft, I guess. It's another one of Roger Corman's collaborations with Vincent Price. Yeah. Yeah, another gothic story. Um, it was cool. A lot darker than the other ones I watched. Like dark blue colors and fog machines and stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I watched, it's one that really sticks out a lot as one of, it's called The Intruder. And I think it's the only money that Roger Corman lost money on. And it was kind of a passion project or something or something he actually took seriously. And it's like a early 60s, genuinely good and dramatic movie about racism in small in this small southern town 
And this guy played by William Shatner comes down and he's very charismatic and he wants to um, try and stop integration of black kids into schools happening by oh. just rallying them all up. Rallying them all up. Rallying the villagers or the townspeople up. And oh, okay. Trying to stop them from having dark kids in school. That's okay. I think he want, his goal was to become a big spokesperson or someone famous and start by manipulating a small town. But then it got out of hand for him and he failed in the end. Yeah. I so I'm true. glad he failed. Oh, yeah. It's pretty short, too. None of Roger Corman's movies are more than an hour and 40 minutes, which is something I like. But if any of his movies could have been longer, I think it should have definitely been this one, Intruder. And um, for a movie about racism, there's like not a lot of time given to the black characters. I think there should have been more, definitely more scenes from their perspective. I think the movie could have been longer because it was oh. definitely... Message the director Keegan and be like, I want to remake. I don't want to remake though, because it would oh. suck. <laughs> okay. In the early 60s, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. No, yeah, things have changed since then. Yeah. William Shatner. He was cool. So those are all the Roger Corman movies I watched. What and, about the Redneck uh, movies you watched? So. I guess The Intruder counts as a redneck movie. So I'll count that. Then I watched Duel. I saw it on the list. That's kind up, of a redneck. Kind of. Like, I I guess I can only assume that the guy in the truck was a redneck, even though we never saw him yeah. the whole time. Basically, saw his blood. Yeah. A guy overtakes a truck, and the truck driver took that personally. And decides to spend the entire day fucking with this guy. That's the whole movie. Nine out of so, ten. I came over at this point, halfway through the movie, no idea what's going on. It was just a generic trucky chase down a car movie. It's just meh. You thought so? I yeah, thought well, I come halfway really... through. I didn't really know the start, and I was like, oh, okay. I enjoyed how goofy it was, but also that there was some kind of genuinely tense moments. Not like shit my pants intense, but like kept my attention. It wasn't boring. It was really good. Okay. It's, early, it's early Steven Spielberg. It's pre-Jaws. It's like his third movie. And it was just a really enjoyable, simple thing. It's a guy getting fucked with by a truck driver on the highway. In some moments, it was really overdramatic, but it was also... Just really good. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Wow, I keep forgetting to rate the movies. Intruder, 9 out of 10. Bucket of Blood, 7. Um, Haunted Palace, a 7. So, yeah, pretty good week. Except for two movies. And then today, so- before the recording, I watched the Orson Welles movie that wasn't Citizen Kane. It was The Stranger. And it was a cool little noir thriller. Um, about this detective trying to uncover this Nazi sleeper agent in this town. He's just trying to hide out. And the Nazi is played by Orson Welles. 
and it was really good. Nine out of ten. Yeah. So yeah, that was eight movies other than the two recommended. I talked about seven then, but like the eighth one was the one that Michaela made us watch. We'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty well, busy. First but off, hmm. our first Redneck movie that we watched. Uh-huh. It was actually the second one we technically watched, but we're going to bring it up first because it's the worst out of both of them. And because it's your theme. So we got to watch, you know, talk about that one first. It doesn't matter, goddammit. I am a fucking person who overorganizes the shit, Jace. I'm sorry. But always talk, make the best laugh. <sighs> I must yeah. be but like both of them. I don't know. Let's see how we go. So, Jump tell me about Jump it. Face was the one I recommended um, because it was made in 2013. So I was thinking, you know, the quality would be a bit better than the normal. And it had some paramour entities in it. I was like, all right, cool. I'll watch this. Fucking. Uh-huh. Poke my eye, both my eyes while I watched that movie. It was so bad. Yeah. Shit film. I want to pick a new movie because new movies look better than old movies. Oh, oh, it did look better than an old movie. But it when it, they added the graphics of the spirit thingy and the very loud, annoying sound of that spirit thing was fucking annoying as hell. So loud, so dumb. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it was actually better recorded. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I guess I know they had modern cameras, but that's about it. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. It just looks better. Generally, like you can see well, things. There's old movies that look better. They're not. I don't know. They're not clear. Or just look like they're filmed on a GoPro or something. But you know, older movies still look better. With like cinematography and lighting and colors and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And I guess I, you know, I like 70s movies. I like the grainy stuff. I like that aesthetic. It doesn't really. Yeah, Jug Face was bad. Like, I don't know. Just what they'd done in the movie was really bad. I didn't like it. Yeah, well, what they did do was cast people that looked like they were just below-average TV actors. They didn't really look like hill people, but they cast them as hill people. Yeah, they look like normal people. That's fucking weird. But they, they were in the boonies. Vampire Diaries. They, yeah, it's set in the boonies, but they don't really do a good job of showing, I guess, the setting. No, it's just bushland everywhere, but... I don't know, it just didn't look right. No, it didn't. So, about the movie, is they worship this hole in the ground with water in it that's supposed to be help them. And they have a certain guy that creates molds or faces, which the spirit asks for them to sacrifice their... Yes, to sacrifice them. It, like... So the face that came out was the main actor, and she fucking was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking dying, so she took it, like, uh-huh. behind everyone's back. Yeah. And <laughs> But the worst thing was, like, it started off with a sex scene. 
well, not really a sex scene, but like she had sex with this girl, and we're like, oh, fair enough, that's cool. Yeah, very, I guess, handsome dude. And again, they just look like characters from some teen show. Yeah. And then she went and spoke to her parents, and then we found out the person she had sex with was her brother. Yes. Wow, okay. Lovely. It was so bad. Imagine being Um, a movie that looks that bad and just casts actors like that and then just tries to take itself that seriously and try and cover like serious themes and try to convey the lives of Hilled people through it. Yeah. I don't know. Just didn't like it. (laughs) Well, I didn't like the fact that this girl pretended that she was in a period, even though she like only just had sex with this guy, but then ended up falling pregnant to him anyway, which was her brother. And I don't know. It's just horrible. It was just all about, the whole movie was about worshipping a hole in the ground and incest. That's yeah. it. That's <laughs> all it was. And then the mum like says, let me check, and she wants to look at the period or whatever. And then oh, the, yeah. she, you know, it transitions from that to a, um, a guy cutting up a dead animal on a hook. I was no, like, didn't she check? And then was like, wait a second. Like, because she, like, painted into her underwear that was not with, like, blood no, or paint or something. she the mum fell for it. They, she just didn't show that. They, the scene yeah. shows the mum looking or, like, pointing. Yeah, okay. All right, hold up. And it transitions to a different place. Wait, hold up. What grossed me out was the mum would check if the hymen was intact. Yeah, it's like... That's fucking gross, man. Don't do that shit to your daughter. They're fucked up. These are fucked up abuse scenes that we're supposed to take seriously in a movie that is a B-grade piece of shit. It was was horrible. Yeah. And it just got worse from there. She was playing victim and she was selfish. She got many, many people killed in the movie. Um, In the end, she ended up, like, sacrificing herself to make everything better after, like, ten people died. So, well, it would have been better if, like, she escaped. It would have been like a little story about, I guess, ex- escaping a community or family like that. But then the ghost kid could have been a metaphor for the, the trauma that she's going to carry with her the whole time. But then they just kill her in front of the pit. Yeah, to make things so right. I, I, thought, I thought that's how it was going to end. But I, I actually just, did as well. I thought they were going to leave and be like, oh, well, they're going to escape this life. And then. They kind of did. They went to like out of town into like a uh, pharmacy. What was and... that? Kid? Anyway, that kid was it? The what pit? was the kid? No, yeah. he was a uh, shunned spirit from the town or something like that. The what spirit a... from the hole. He he could he could see and talk to. Like yeah. that spirit kid, but that. Spirit Kid God. was around the grandfather of the main actor, the girl. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the backstory of that too well. They didn't really explain it. He was made of really bad CGI. It was horrible CGI. It looked, sorry, this is what it looked like. It looked like he was painted black. 
and it looked like he had like a bad CGI shroud around him. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, and they did some jump scares of them too. They were also terrible. Wait, did they actually do jump scares? I didn't even notice the jump scares. That's how bad they were. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it still looked better than Keegan's movie. It didn't. It really <laughs> It didn't. Alright, so this movie is bad. Um I'm gonna rate it so rate a one out of ten. I'll rate it a two, because at least it was decently paced and um really short. Kind of just okay, just, so it was an eighty-minute movie. It felt like it was two hours. For me, it felt like it was eighty minutes. It felt a bit shorter. It just felt a bit quick. It's merciful. So I gave it a bonus point, two out of ten. Fair enough. Yeah. This movie gets no bonus points from me. Oh, I would totally not recommend this movie, though. No, <laughs> me either. Um. I like how that jug maker just made a guess. Oh, that poor and jug maker. Of course, he picked the one guy who didn't have any siblings and was coincidentally the guy who was supposed to marry the main girl. Um, and then he's being sacrificed and the mum is crying, but she doesn't have any tears coming out of her eyes because they're not good actors. And Given the jug maker got fucking yeah. abused from the rest of the town. Because they all blamed him because he's the jug maker. But one of his jugs went missing because the girl grabbed it out and he didn't even know about it. Mm -hmm. I felt sorry for that lad. Yeah. He got assaulted, not abused. He fucking got physically assaulted from the town. I felt sorry for him and the main character girl, I guess. I didn't feel sorry for her. She was a fucking bitch. What, was she supposed to just get sacrificed? That's the whole point of the town and, like, praising some hole in the ground. It should have been a movie about her escaping. That would have been better. That would have been better. 100% better. Yeah. But they didn't do that, so it's a bad movie. Takes itself too seriously. Yeah, pretty bad. The montage little vision scenes where, where the kills happened were just the worst thing ever. It was oh, just, yeah. just more CGI. And then fake blood being poured on them. And just some green filter. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Well, I'm more than happy to go to your movie because that movie was trash. Sure. Deliverance. The better redneck movie, in my opinion. Okay. We all watched this movie together, and I was surprised that I was the only one who liked it. You guys were the first people ever to that I've known who didn't like it. I mean, it, it was all right, but it wasn't good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I don't know, they had a rape scene in it, a uh, male-on-male rape scene, should I say. Yeah, and it was one of the most uncomfortable and intense scenes in any movie I've ever seen. Mind you, we're watching with our two other friends, so there's four people in the room, one's female. So, (laughs) a little bit more uncomfortable. I didn't think we were going to be watching the movies together. I just picked based on the theme, and Michaela was like, boys, let's get together and watch the the theme movies. Like, okay, (laughs) alrighty. (laughs) This will be good. 
Yeah. I will have to watch most of those movies at home because my headset, I can hear everything better. All oh, right. Soft TVs, I can't. My hearing must be worse than you guys. Mm, I've got a pretty average TV. I just watch everything on. You got a 2001 movie. Oh, 2001 TV, sorry. I think so. I don't know. I bought it on Facebook. I do yes. have... Phone though, really I watch it on my phone gets the job done. Yeah. So anyway, the movie opens with a casual, um, some casual car trip conversation and some environmentalism and a little. What's it called? What's that? A little expedition about um, a dam that's being built that's going to cover the whole river, turn into a lake. These guys want to visit before that happens. Because so, weren't they saying that river was going to be gone? Yep. That's it. So dam. they were, went into the river. Construction was happening on the dam and the area was starting to fill up a bit. They wanted to visit the river before it was gone. That's it. I think they were a bunch of city boys who wanted to get out of it and have a look at it, I guess. I think they were all pulled out by their friend Lewis. I think Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in saying that, they don't really say that. Well, they don't really say much about why they were there. Yeah, they do. Um, I mean, I know why they're there, like where they came from. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And my favorite scene at the start of the movie was that fucking banjo kid and uh, the guy with the guitar. Hands down, favourite scene. Still my favourite scene. You know, they were actual hill people. They, they weren't actors. Were they and, actually? Uh, yep, and the whole banjo scene was improvised. They just did it on the spot and filmed it. Bullshit. It's real. They improvised the banjo stuff. Wow. The, kid, the guy was playing the guitar and the kid played the banjo and they just started, they just went off with it. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm yeah, actually impressed. That guy randomly started dancing there, just on his own. All just, they just captured it all. I'm yeah. actually impressed. What the fuck? I need to research <laughs> that later. That's cool. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know, it's the bit where I start to feel a little bit uneasy with the movie too. Because, um, I know, you can see that it's a really small community and you can see that there's some inbreeding or something going on, I think. Especially oh. on their way down the lake and they, there's a shot inside this building. It's really quiet. And this, I guess, little girl is just sitting in this chair next to her grandma who's sewing. Oh, yes. And it's kind of ominous. It's showing us that there's some dark stuff happening in this area. Mm. And that's when I start to feel the, the discomfort. So, the oh, all the people are a bit special and they looked a bit special too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it looked very backwards. Yeah. Um, it looked like I actually didn't mind the town, like the look of the town. Like mm-hmm. it looks like it's been there for years, like hundreds of years. Yeah. I mean, there was that little, the hill community there. 
mm-hmm. outside the town, and then there was just a small town there. Yeah. That was separate. <clears throat> so tell us about the story of the Keegan. Um, so these guys, they want to travel down the river in their canoes, and they've paid some hill people to move their cars to the mm-hmm. other end. And some people... Oh, their from- location where they're going. Yeah. The end and location. Meanwhile, there's some other hill people or rednecks. Give them a little look. Start following them. Looking, They look a bit sus. And then um, they start canoeing, basically. Yeah. And that leads into the rest of it. There's like you see the sort of dynamic between these four guys. Lewis is a bit, I mean, really getting into it, and um, the other guys not so, not as much, to varying extents. Especially the chubby guy. Yeah, he didn't like it very much. No, he was having some fun, but Lewis was just too much. Lewis was a dick of a character. Yeah. Liked his fashion sense, though. Well, that rubber tyre over his chest. His shoulders. Yeah, it's like he cut a little hole in some rubber tyre and put that on. Very nice. Hell yeah. Good protection. Bert Reynolds, I think he makes it look... I think he makes it work. Old mate from Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. So what happened in the movie? Were they- like they went well, then, down the river. They camp. Then they go down the river again, but they sort of switch teams. So it's the chubby guy with John Voigt's character. And um they sort of stop in well, this area and because they see those two rednecks that are following them around moving in the bushes. So they yep. go to say hello. And it turns into the famous scene, which I guess the movie is famous for. And it's like a, it's just incredibly intense for me. Very uneasy and uncomfortable. Just the lead up to it as well. When the guy just reaches out and strokes his face, I was just like, oh, I just cringed. Yeah. It just got worse and worse. Yeah. Lewis comes, saves the day, but. Lewis comes a little bit too late, I guess, but. Shoots that guy with the arrow. And um, the toothless guy runs away. Yeah. And then there's a scene where they're arguing about what to do with the body, basically. And that's a whole... Yeah. That's a really good I, scene, too, that I like. I actually yeah. am impressed where they buried the body. That thing was mm-hmm. hidden as fuck. Like, if you were walking in a forest, you wouldn't see it. You would have no idea. Yeah. Well, the thing I like, it's one of my favourite scenes in the movie, like afterwards where they're trying to figure out what to do with it. It's a big... I think it's a very... I think it's a really thought-provoking scene too. And there's like a lot going into it, I think, morally. And just... um. Yeah, so Lewis yeah. killed the guy with an arrow from his bow because they took a bow with them. And mm-hmm. yeah, because he took the bow with him to go fishing for food, like because they're camping. But he ended up killing a guy, 
And Lewis was like, fuck, he's dead. I killed him. So, so what? And the other guy was like, fuck, we're going to go to jail. What are you doing? What do we do with it? And it's just a bit of a fight between them all. I think it was a little bit more of a fight, I think. There's like a... I feel like there was a lot going into this scene. I thought it was really well written. I think the performances were good. And oh, I thought it was right. Lots of things like laws of man and laws of man versus laws of nature and just these four guys with varying different types of... or varying in... Um, just varied emotions throughout each of them, trying to trying to have like a docu um, what's it called a democracy still, and try to figure out what to do before burying him. I just thought it was really well done. And then they buried him, and then they kept going. Now they're in a rush to get back to the town and get out of there. Yeah. But yeah. something happened with the guitar man. Like I don't know, something was mentally fucking him in the head. I don't know what happened. That was a pretty unclear scene. It's a very unclear scene. He gets shot, but you don't hear the gunshot. I'm guessing because of the sounds wait, of the rapids. Wait, so but he s- did get shot? Because uh, they yeah. did not find a bullet wound. They didn't? No, they're like, oh no, that's just a scrape on his head. Look for another bullet wound, and then I don't think they found one. Well, a bullet can scrape off a head and still really fuck someone up they would concuss the shit out of them and yeah if yeah, he got but... scraped on the head with a bullet he would have fallen into the water like that so going by wiki it says drew shakes his head and falls headlong into the river into the water it is unclear why dot 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 well i guess it's up to interpretation then so maybe he did get shot or it's possible that Lewis was just saying that he got shot to get everyone's attention on him to help him with his broken leg quicker. I don't know, man. I feel like he just didn't want to be part of a murder, so he's like, I'm out. But that's yeah. a... You wouldn't just die like that. Like, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. exhaustion. Yeah, it could have been that too. I guess. But it's still completely possible that he was shot because there was a redneck on top of the toothless guy on top of the cliff. Lewis did see him. So I'm pretty sure he was shot. I have to ask the director next time I see him. Yeah, next time he pops into the shop. Yeah, will do. Yeah, and now Lewis is broken and it looks like... He broke his femur. Yeah, from the front... It looks like someone just stapled a chunk of raw chicken to his leg, but then when they shoot it from the side, <laughs> it looks more like a broken bone sticking out. It, it's like was... flopping around like a piece yeah, of chicken. Like, like, what the fuck? A bone's like... I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I thought it was funny. And then Ed had to climb that cliff and kill the toothless guy with his crossbow. And then he freaked out because he saw the toothless guy. Well, he he pretty much knew he was a toothless guy. But then he's like, wait a second, <laughs> he's got teeth. Oh, fuck, did I just kill the wrong person? And yeah. The first he goes up, the first opens his, his mouth, and, like, flicks down the teeth that w- weren't there. I was like, oh, okay, I've got the right guy. Yeah, he chucked his falsies on. The yeah. first time I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Like, it's just such a 
small moment that's just so packed at the same time. You know? That was good. I did like for, that. For a second, he thinks he's killed an innocent person before examining the teeth. And then, you know, it was just it was executed in a way that doesn't insult the viewer's intelligence either. It doesn't go over the top or it's on, on the nose or anything. It doesn't make it obvious. There's no music cues or anything like that. It's just a shot of him reacting and checking his teeth. It just shows yeah. it flat out and doesn't, yeah. You can really tell they're from the city and they're not murderers or anything. They're just out there for fun. But then there's Lewis, on the other hand, that looked like he could kill someone, which he ended up, like, did kill somebody, but to protect his friend. But he also didn't drink when they were camping, like, drink alcohol, which I thought was a bit of a mix as well. So, Yeah, I think he was just really, really keen on the whole being in nature thing but like a brutal way why did he say to ed gotta play the game all the time i think he's being i don't know he thinks he's hardcore or something but really he's he just thinks everything a game to him or i don't know i think he's just getting too i think he's just getting into it way too hard maybe he just hates his life in the city or something and he's just overexcited or just being trying to be tougher and trying to be bigger than the other guys yeah okay yeah he probably did it's like he was the one that likes adventuring and he's bringing his friends in and he's going to teach him how to do everything but he didn't do anything Mm -hmm. like that he's just out there for his own reasons yeah even like in moments after his friend got raped and that guy was killed and they buried him and everything. There's still bits where he seemed to be into it for some reason. Yeah, he's like, oh, game. Like, Fuck he's you. Thinking, he's thinking, oh, this is the law of nature and this is where life is at its most hardcore. This is the human experience. I noticed that the dead body actors are pretty good at staying still the whole time. I'm like, they're lying there for a Long period of time. Just not I mean, he was laying on the branch. I don't think I could be a dead body actor. My nose would get too itchy. <laughs> You'll be a little <laughs> Mr. Rabbit. Has to fly upon his nose. You have to wish it and wash it away. I have to stay still. My nose is going to get itchy. That's it. I can't do it. Yeah. Keegan's gassy, man. He just fired as well. Yeah. That would happen. <laughs> I'd feel fine the whole day. Wouldn't need a fight once. And then they're like, okay, it's your turn on the set, Keegan. you got to play the dead body. And then it would just all hit me. That's when it would just come. And I would just and- like, hang on. Give me five minutes. No, Keegan, you've been here all day. You're up. And that's why I'm not a dead body actor. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I, think the de- I think the actors were in danger too. Like, John Voigt actually climbed that cliff. Um, there were scenes of him really close to some dangerous edges. Apparently, they weren't insured either for budgetary reasons, I think, and Burt Reynolds broke his tailbone. Oh. Yeah. Painful. I think I know what it was, too, because you know that bit where they fall off the canoes and he's, like, bouncing off the rocks down the stream? It's like, bouncing on his ass. I think so, yeah. 
that's the bit where I was like, wow, that looked like it hurt. And I think oh. that's where he broke his tailbone. He's just bouncing on the rocks. Yeah, okay. So he, like, they had no outside help at all in that movie then. Like, so yeah. when he's, like... like they, they really just shot these scenes on location. Yeah, no, but what I mean is, like, they had the rope around that dead body with the arrow at the top with Ed, and he's actually pulling him down. Mm-hmm. Surely they had the outside help. I don't know. Good rope. Bunnings brand. I don't think Bunnings makes rope. Anyway. Yeah. I think the movie looks good. I don't agree with you guys. I like the scenery. The river looks good. They, the cliffside, there's actual scenery. Um, there's actually, like, it looks a bit weird from time to time, especially the bit where they try to use day for night. Day for sure night. Does. Most of the time it looks awkward, except in Jaws. I think Jaws uses day for night pretty well. But um, if a shot looked a bit weird, they would usually hide it with, like, a fading transition to a different shot. Yeah. But yeah, Dave always looks weird. Despite all that, it looks pretty good. It was well, I thought it was well done. I didn't oh, it's all right. I just it was really, really basic. It. It's like just people going down a, a river in a canoe. Yeah, it's pretty much the whole movie. Pretty hectic. I don't know how else they could have filmed those scenes on the rapids. What do you mean? Just film with the camera, it's fine. Yeah, okay. What do you mean you don't know how they film the scene on the rapids? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, like how else they could have done it to make it look better. Like if they stood on the side and shot it from a distance, it wouldn't have looked as, it wouldn't have been as good. Oh, okay. I think I understand. Oh. They got, they got closer and it was more hectic. It looked better. Ethan yeah. does it three. Ethan thinks it looks like shit. He watched it too. Yeah, Ethan was there. <clears throat> I looked at Ethab. Yeah, he was complaining about shot composition. He didn't like the performances. Mm. He has been very picky. He had some complaints that like had never entered my head before. I was like, what? Never thought of that or noticed that. But he just thought these aspects of it were bad. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was a ride overall. There were some bits that were a bit unclear. Yes, for sure. Hmm. But I don't think it's bad. I think it's genuinely good. Well, the end of the movie was probably the best part, where they were trying to, like, not Hmm. tell the policeman to check the river because... And there was only... That that, that bit was a bit unclear. Like they were trying, the police were trying to connect their situation to the disappearance of the other rednecks, and they, they were trying. Yep, yeah, and they were just trying to lie and get out so they can get back home. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. The scene where the taxi driver is taking them around the town, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, we've got to wait for this church to get out of the way." The other guy was just like, "Oh, Christ." Yeah, he's done that on purpose. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they were moving a building. It was the Church of Christ building, and they were moving it out of the town, and they were stuck behind it in a taxi. Mm-hmm. 
another scene I really liked was the dinner table scene. I thought it was really good where Ed just breaks down. And oh, yeah. He, yeah. he looked mentally fucked, eh? I thought his performance was so good. He did a good job. I just thought it was a great movie. All right, well, what's your rating? Oh, my rating's 10. I've seen this, like, multiple times. I'll probably watch it again more. 10 out of 10. Yes. Uh, mine was a, um, I'm going to give it a, a 4 out of 10. Oh, yeah. It's a bit low. Fair enough, though. Yeah, 4 out of 10, because it was the right movie, but it's still not the best I've seen. Mm. Do you want to quickly talk about the scenes in this movie that got ripped off by my favourite movie, Blast Fighter? Fuck, here we go. All right, tell me. Okay. So, the rape scene got ripped off. You know how it's, like, happening in the background? It's kind of blurred and obscured, and there's, like, John Voight's face there? That happens in Blast Fighter when the guys are ganging up on the girl and the other cop guy gets up and spits the blood out. So that's a direct copy. What's another scene? It's my notes here. Okay. Um, okay. The broken leg. Lewis broke his leg. Connie broke her leg. And they were both placed under a rock lying down in very similar ways. Very similar. Wait. Are you sure it's not just a general way to place someone down with a broken leg? Uh-huh. Maybe you're seeing it too far into uh, it. Not very, <laughs> very similar. It cannot be a coincidence, especially after the rip-off of that previous scene. And then the third one. I, spotted, I only spotted three this time. Um, in the scenes in both movies, there's a bit where they're climbing down a cliffside with a rope. And then the rope snaps, they fall. Happens both times. Yeah, but like, that would, I don't know, a lot of movies have cliff scenes with rope. Wouldn't it just be like the same stuff? Um, I guess you could say that if it wasn't very obvious through Blast Fighter's style that it was influenced by Deliverance and Rambo. Yeah. Like, 100% a ripoff movie. It's a ripoff of Rainbow and Deliverance. Like well, Italian movies back in the 80s and 70s did this thing where they would just copy and rip off bits from popular American movies. And it got to the point where Italian rip-off movies were ripping off more successful Italian rip-off movies. And it just got really crazy and out of hand. And they're still your favourite movies. I love them. I went through a phase, right? It mm. was a rabbit hole. I recommend the Italian trash rabbit hole. It's really good. It's a good time. Some of my favourites of all time. That's good. Yeah. So we watched Deliverance with our friends the other night. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That yeah. rape scene and everything. And then all I thought it was more weird that um, Ethan was so nitpicky with it. <laughs> yeah, but isn't he nitpicky with everything? Oh, so Ethan has this thing. It's like a condition where he just has the objective, correct opinion all the time, and we're all, we're all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm not denying you there, but go on. No, well, he was nitpicking and stuff. Okay, well, his opinion's valid. I'm just having a go. 
he's not wrong in saying what he's saying or feeling the way he feels. But like the things he said that he didn't like about it were things that I had never thought about or noticed. Like he had a problem with the actor's dialogue, uh, the shot composition, and the way the movie looked. Meanwhile, I love the way the movie looks and I love the performance. Yeah, so you could say that you're biased. Well, I don't know about that. Cause I, I mean, like, I love that stuff. So you love seeing the stuff, Ben, where Ethan probably doesn't like that stuff. So he noticed a lot more shit. Does that make us both biased? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> probably. Anyway, yeah. So after deliverance, we went and got ice cream. Um, and he, that's where he told me that he thought the blast fighter was better than deliverance. And I'd, I'm usually okay with people having their opinions, but when they're that blatantly wrong, that's just not okay. <laughs> I know Blast Fighter is my favorite movie, but that's a B-grade rip-off movie with bad acting and everything. He said it's more concise. Well, Blast Fighter is very easy to, to read and watch. Yeah, it's easy to follow. Mm. It's also shit. <laughs> and like... Well, well, Keegan said... Blast fighter shit. It's, re- it's recorded. It's recorded. <laughs> I've said that a hundred times, Jay. It's my favorite movie still. I enjoy it a lot. But I know it's not good. Okay, fair enough. I guess, I don't know what Ethan was expecting. I think he was expecting something that was more pristine and um, better looking, like Parasite. Not I something. I didn't see that movie. Damn it. Just the things he said about how rough it was and how it didn't look very good. I don't think they were that bad. And even if they weren't perfect, it doesn't take away from the tone of the movie for me. It doesn't take away from the tone that it's going for. Yeah. Still achieves what it's going out to achieve, in my opinion. Not his. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess we were driving back to Mickey's and you took a wrong turn. And it really pissed me off that you took that wrong turn, Jace, because I said go right and go left, and you yeah, went you right, like, and you, you didn't s- go left. So oh. you said that as we went going to past it, or just coming up to it. So I didn't have time to turn into it. Yeah, well, I was thinking about the movies and not driving at the time, and so I, mean, I was in auto drive mode, and you're like turn left, and I was like, oh, oh, it's gone now. And then they were like, Keegan, you're right. And I said, no one liked my redneck movie. And he said it so loudly. It was the funniest yeah. thing we've ever it heard. More of it was more of an outburst. Yeah. I was joking, obviously. Well, you can tell Mickey and Ethan didn't like watching Jugface together in the group as well. What do Ethan That's- think of Jugface? You know what? I don't know. He hated it. He actually hated it. Every scene that came up with the spirit, he's like, it's crap. It's garbage. (laughs) It's horrible looking. Well, I was the exact same. Yeah. He he hated everything about about it. Yeah. Because Jugface was a bad movie. I don't know why it's average. Jugface was a pretty bad movie, yes. Yeah. Would you double feature? Deliverance and Jugface, Jace? No. Me neither. They're both redneck horrors in a way. 
but they're completely different, and I wouldn't re- wouldn't put them together as a double feature. And I, I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend because, either of them. I wouldn't do it because that requires watching Jugface. Yeah, I would true. I would recommend Deliverance. Why does it to? Like someone's like, I'm gonna put these two movies together so they buy Deliverance, but they get a free movie called Jugface. Would you still buy it? Buy no, it's great. It's great that they got a free copy because then we can put it in the bin to so that we are certain that no, not. It's it's on the same CD. What? You know how they do the same CD two movies? Yeah, chuck out the yeah. disc. Chuck chuck out the Jugface disc, or is it they're both on one disc? No, they're both on one disc. That's what I'm saying. You're just making it harder for me to cut out Jugface. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Okay. Well, but if we could, we'll just cut the CD in half and somehow make it work. It's fine. If you cut the CD, in it half, doesn't make sense. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, I'm glad that doesn't exist. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. Alrighty, well, that's the movies. That's our ratings. Yeah. Oh, that was all right. Did we get any emails this week, Kigo? We did. We got one from Michaela. Oh, Mickey. Mikachu69420. Mickey had an email. So this is Mickey. So I watched this movie this week that I told a workmate about. She said she loved that movie. I heavily disagree, however. I think it was cringy, lumpy, non-flushable turd in the toilet of a movie. The worst movie ever watched this year, 1 out of 10. Oh. She reckons it was peak modern comedy and an amazing movie. Wow. It's a recently released movie called Free Guy. Got Ryan Reynolds in it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Prove one of us wrong. Either way, maybe I think I need to rethink who I befriend from now on based on their movie tastes. Mickey. That's pretty harsh, Mickey. Really harsh. A poor friend of yours. Just it wanted to watch harsh. a funny movie and you're yeah. here just shitting on her. It would be harsh if she was wrong about the movie, but she's right. The movie's shit. I I'm going to watch this. I'm going to have to watch this to be like a tiebreaker in the middle. Yes. If there's if there's three, two, one, then it's fair enough. Cool. If it's yeah, you could turn it into a tiebreaker if you actually watch it, but you don't watch the bonus movies because you play Elden Ring too much. Listen, Elden Ring's a really good game. I'm sorry, Jace. There is no such thing as playing Elden Ring too much. You're right. I apologize. I did not say that, but thank you. I said it. I heard. Free guy was but, really. Good. But, if I watch Free Guy, and I, if I find it in the middle, where does the movie sit? Limbo. Limbo. Then we get then we get Ethan to watch it. Yeah, we'll get Ethan to watch it. <laughs> yep, the movie will sit in limbo on hole nineteen of the golf course of Melancholia until this until Ethan watches it. To be honest, my dad's seen the movie and he doesn't like it. Well, there you go. All generations hate this movie. Except for Mickey's friend, for some reason. Maybe yeah. she was high. I counted my laughs. Oh, that would work if you were high. I did a laugh count, Jace. I laughed zero times. 
Is it a Ooh. comedy movie? Yeah, it's supposed to be. But it's just Ryan Reynolds being cringe the whole time. One of the jokes is he works. He walks into this coffee shop and he gets his coffee. And he takes a sip and he says, wow, it's like losing my virginity in my mouth. And then the lady at the counter looks at him funny, and that's the whole joke. Okay. okay. So you know why I think it's really cringe and you guys hate it so much? Because we're pretentious? No, because it's in modern-day stuff. So it's got all those YouTubers or whatever, Twitch that streamers. That hurts. It's, that's all cringe. But I would have laughed once, but 10 I years... Ten years into the future, it might be a good movie. Oh, you think? Maybe. We'll watch it in ten years. We'll find out. I don't know. It'll still have Ryan Reynolds in it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you'll be like, oh, I remember those days when Ninja and, I don't know, Pokemon oh, yeah. were in that movie. It is a product of its time, I guess. It's got some streamers and YouTubers and cringes and fucking. It's got Ryan Reynolds and there's a Disney fucking whatever reference. He has the Hulk hand and he's got Marvel superhero things going on and a lightsaber. Oh, I don't know. It was not easy to watch. It was hard to watch. It was just. I was like Dante's Inferno. For you, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was so hard to watch. Oh, it's going to be hard. It was hard to watch. It was as hard to watch as it's going to be as hard for Ethan to listen to me disagree with his objectively right opinion on deliverance. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so what's your rating for Free Guy? Three out of ten, actually. Not a one. What? Because, yeah, because I wasn't bored. It might have... Oh, you're constantly cringing. You weren't bored. <laughs> I was constantly cringing. Cringe is a form of entertainment. It could possibly go up from a three to a four, maybe. If it's, like, equally cringe on rewatch. I don't know. But it's not a good movie at all, and it's not funny. Intention. It could be unintentionally funny, like the room, maybe. But nothing, nothing, no one would laugh at anything due to a joke it made on purpose with Taika Waititi or Ryan Reynolds. Taika Waititi was weird, and the story was dumb as fuck, which I guess is all right for a story in Free Guy to be dumb. But he's literally keeping important code um, that he stole from indie developers inside his GTA 5 mansion that can be just Oh my fucking god. Program. Doesn't make any sense. That makes me cringe just hearing that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. It's not funny. Oh, what? You no! said it's funny! Oh! You said it's funny! <laughs> so you laughed once. Wow, I can't believe you lied to me like this. I meant it's funny how bad it is. That's what I meant. Oh. Fixed it. I changed my story. <laughs> I don't think okay. I on, I don't think I shat on it as much as Mickey was hoping me to, but Yeah. Mickey's like, you made a three. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Mickey's friend is wrong though. She's incorrect for thinking this is a good movie. So there's that. 
I mean, her friend might have a boyfriend and they could have just like been passion while the movie is happening. So they probably. Well, then where'd she get the comedy from? Is he like a bad kisser or something? I don't know. <laughs> at the end of the movie, I don't know. Was it funny at the end of the movie? I don't know. Maybe her boyfriend made her laugh a bunch and she thought it was the movie. Yeah, maybe the boyfriend made jokes about how bad the movie was and she laughed and thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Nikki. Yeah. Um, yeah, score one Mickey and zero for the other person. There you go. Okay. What? Oh, yeah. What's next week's theme? Oh, theme, isn't it's it? a Kagan's themes next week. Oh, I picked a really vague one. I picked one that was has many opportunities. Opportunities? I don't uh, know. I have to yeah. approach. The theme or is English danger. Yeah, the, theme the theme is what? Danger. Danger. Oh, it was just an excuse for me to rewatch The Wages of Fear. Or rewatch every single movie in existence. Well, I have to watch the all the movies in existence first. I've only seen more than 2,000 movies, which makes me a beginner. Beginner? Oh, fucking what am I? Basically, um, bitch. Baby? Little baby? Yeah. What? I don't even know how many I've seen. A little, a little film beta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in alpha. I'm before alpha. You're an alpha in real life where it counts. Those big muscles and that mullet. Oh, my God. Stop. Stop oh, telling yeah. everyone how good-looking I am, please. I'm sorry. What's your danger movie? Oh, wait, did you say what your danger movie was? Yeah, I said it was The Wages of Fear, 1950s. Of Fear, okay. It's my favourite 50s movie. It's actually well, I am going to watch, or I picked, sorry, The American Sniper. I haven't seen that one yet. We have not had enough army movies on this podcast. I mean, we're only new, but I like I like army movies. Four episodes in, we haven't had enough war movies. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Well, this is one to start off on, I guess. America's Who knows? Not- we might have a twenty twenty two war movie in a couple of years. Maybe, or I could just keep watching the old war movies that are really good. Yeah, the like- one movie that I really wanted, we were soldiers. I can't find it anywhere. Like, you can't watch it on Netflix. I was trying to find it. It's got Mel Gibson. Oh, wanna... bro, that's my favourite film. Favourite army film. Chuck it on your letterbox top four. Okay, that's your job. You've only got two Jeez. movies. Yeah, I've got two left. I you'll should. No, I want you to watch it first. I'll rate it and then chuck it on there if I like it again. Have you rated Jurassic Park and Advent Children? No. I'm going to watch it and then rate it. Well, you could just rate it. You don't have to full on. Because if I remember, if I'm like, oh, yeah, I watched that movie and I remember liking it, I'll just search it up and just put, like, some stars on it, chuck it in. Yeah, but I don't do that. I'm starting from scratch here. Yeah. I'm trying to make my Letterboxd account like a life account or whatever. Stuff I watched in my childhood, too. That's what. That's why I've got 17 again as a five-star movie. Yeah, okay. Because it is a five-star movie. All right. 17 again. 17 again. So, 
Yeah. Is this the end, Jace? Yeah, so all right. We have an email, movie talk about us at gmail.com.au. Send us an email, we'll read it out. Yeah. Or even probably watch a movie that you recommend. I will. Well, Keegan probably will, yeah. I'll watch the bonuses. Jace is just here for the money. Our famous well, podcaster dollars. No, I'm here to just talk about other shit when Keegan's talking about movies. Yeah, okay. Next time, some dangerous oh, situations. Oh, dangerous. We'll be in our high-vis and other PPE items, won't we, Jace? Our sunglasses. Yeah, so people can see oh, us. Yeah. So we don't, I don't know. Sunscreen. Um, steel cap boots. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, listen right, to that. Well, Fire and Apple. We'll just make sure our guns are on safety because, you know, Australians, we have guns in our pockets. No, we don't. That's an American thing. We have boomerangs in our pockets. Oh, that's right. We have boomerangs in our pockets. Sorry, I'll take that back with my mullet, my good looks. I've got, to take, I've got to take my kangaroo into the mechanics tomorrow so I can I use that thing to get to work. Okay. Poor kangaroo. Yeah. All righty. Well, on that note, thanks for listening. <laughs> Comedy gold. That's it. Bye.